0: Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God or in purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afoke Woonzuzu, so let's get down to it. hello everyone welcome back to the walking in purpose podcast um hope you guys are doing well sending god's blessings and peace your way if you are new to our channel welcome we're glad you could join us today god bless you as well for our listeners that always return every week welcome back as well and thanks for rocking with us always okay God bless you all, both new and old, and please keep safe out there, okay? But let us dive into the episode that we have or that I have for you today, or better yet, that God has for you today, and I'd like to share on that topic, okay? So I want to talk about man-pleasing, okay? (laughs) Yes, you heard me right, man-pleasing, in the sense that You know, where sisters try to please a man enough to love them or give them attention to date them and marry them. Okay. So if you are a sister and you find yourself in the situation, I just want to tell you that you don't have to please a man. Okay. If you find yourself in a situation or you feel, always feel the need want to please a man then sis this message is for you specifically because you don't have to do none of that okay you don't have to and that's why I would like to share with you a few reasons why you don't need to please a man enough to fall in love with you date you and marry you okay and I'd like to share with you I believe four reasons and the first one is The reason why you don't have to try to please a man in hopes that he'll marry you is that you are wasting your time if you do so, okay? You are wasting your time because if you have to please him now just to get him to date you, can you imagine how your life would look like if you're successful at all in pleasing him enough to get him to date you and marry you? Can you imagine? Like that's a life that will be filled with stress, anxiety, and God, only God knows what else, okay? So you're wasting your time, which can be spent on other things that God has called you to do, but you have neglected because you feel this man is more important than God and your purpose. And if you've uh, listened to one of my previous episodes, um, episode eight to be exact, In that episode, I did mention that if a man doesn't choose to date you for a relationship, then sis, there is nothing you can do about it. Well, you may be successful in your manipulation tactics and trying to get him to date you or whatever, but in the end, you're still just wasting your time. I mean, it may sound harsh, but it is the truth and truth spoken in love. You need to hear it, sis. Okay, And now the second reason why you don't need to please a man in hopes he'll marry you is this. He's just not that into you. Okay, He's not that into you. And what that means is he's not just the one for you. He's not the one for you. The man God has for you doesn't need your help to find you. He really doesn't. And I feel like I have to say that one loud and clear again. The man God has for you doesn't need your help to find you. He does not, okay? The Bible says in Proverbs 18, verse 22, which you should be familiar with um, by now if you aren't new to this channel, but Proverbs 18, 22 says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, right? So what are you doing finding a man, sis, if you are doing that? I mean, you are a good thing. You are a good thing and you will be found if you are patient enough to receive the love story God has already written for you. But when you go about finding a man when you should be found, you actually make it look like you're not a good thing. Okay, you're good enough to be found. But when you go around doing the finding, you make it look like, You're not a good thing. Like, think about it, okay? I want you to think about it. Like, if you went to a store looking for something specific, something that will benefit you, uh, but at this store, when you get there, the store clerk keeps trying to, like, force you to buy something because they feel that something is better or best for you. Like, wouldn't you tell them no, like, no, thank you? And insist on, you know, the fact that you know what you want to buy and maybe even tell the clerk something like there is no amount of force to me to buy this thing, you know, that will work because I know what works for me. I know what I'm looking for. Right. Likewise, here's this if you are not the woman that man is looking for, if you aren't the one God has written down in his love story and vice versa, then there is nothing you can do about it, okay? I know sometimes from some ladies might be able to like manipulate their way into a man's life and get them to marry them, but how far does that marriage or relationship last? It really doesn't. And it's more like there's no peace and there's no point. And it's like people end up with regrets and that's not what God wants for you. Okay. God doesn't want that for you. So God doesn't need your help. Okay. He doesn't need your help in trying to give you a husband as well. That's why he wants you to wait to be found. Okay. God does not need your help. You can't force what God has not ordained. Sis, okay. You cannot, absolutely cannot force what God has not ordained. All right. I mean, you can try by cooking good meals for him. You can try to fornicate and have all the sex in the world with him, clean his home and do everything else. But in the end, he still wouldn't be the man God has for you. And even like I said before, even if you try to manipulate him into marrying you in the end. He marrying him still doesn't make him the man God has for you. Okay. So that's my second reason. And the third reason I want to share with you today, um, a reason for not needing to please a man in hopes to marry you, is that it is taking you away from God. Okay. Galatians 1 verse 10 says, For I am now for sorry, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God. Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And this goes for any type of people pleasing, but in this particular case, in your particular case, if you're trying to please a man, you know, like this verse really, really does apply to you, right? Like when you keep trying to please a man, it means you are not a servant of Christ which in turn means that you are no longer pursuing the things of Christ and the things Christ wants you to pursue in this, your now single season, okay? Anything that takes you away from the presence of God is just not for you, okay? And sometimes too, there are some things that God may have for you like a man or something, but the way you go about it you know, can turn it into a bad thing, okay? But in general, anything that takes you away from the presence of God just is not for you, okay? And sometimes I know you feel your actions are justified because of your feelings, but you shouldn't be controlled by your feelings. It should be the other way around. And this may just be the wake-up call that you need to get back to God and stop chasing men or that man in particular, okay? And the, the number four reason Um, that I have for you today is that you need to please God instead. Amen. Like that's the only person you should be trying to please. Not any man, not anybody, and not any man you're trying to get to, you know, date you or marry you. Okay. And it is so important that you try to please God instead because you're putting in so so much time trying to please a man for marriage. When the one you should be pleasing, that is God, doesn't even require that much effort from you to be pleased with you. I mean, God is already pleased with you. He has always, okay, he has always been pleased with you and doesn't need you to work yourself to death to get him to be pleased with you, okay? God is already pleased with you, sis, and that's the the truth, Okay, the one who created you, your father, God, he is already pleased with you. And I really, really want that to sink in. You don't have to please a man. God is already pleased with you. So there's no need for you to please a man. There is one man who is already pleased with you, and that is God. He is already pleased with you. You don't have to beg God to love you. He already loves you. In fact, he loved you first. So why do you keep feeling the need to beg a man and work so hard to please him just for a marriage with you? I mean, it's just marriage. Sis, this needs to stop. And you need to be more focused on finding out how to keep pleasing God because part of the reason why or part part of the reason to please God is that he has your love story already written and he is like, he has possession of that story. So why try to please a man to create your own love story when God has already done it and finished that story? Like why work so hard over something that has already been written? Like it has been finished, it is done. Why work so hard? There's nothing you can do to change or modify that love story God has already written for you. Yes, fine, you may stray away from God's presence, but the story remains unchanged. You can only accept that love story God has already written for you, or you can choose to keep fighting that story by, you know, going ahead to write your own love story that will get you nowhere in the end, right? And Speaking of God being pleased with you, I know I know some people may find an issue with me saying you didn't have to do anything for God to be pleased with you because of Hebrews 11, 6, which says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Right. So let's address that before we continue. So why would I say you didn't have to struggle to please God or do anything for God to be pleased with you? Okay. I believe God loves you and that's it. And that's the truth. It's, it's in the Bible. Go and search. God loves you and that's it. He is pleased with you and that's it. Sinner or saint. He loves us all equally and he's pleased with us. He's just never, ever pleased with the sin. Okay. God is pleased with you. Whether you are a sinner or a saint, he's pleased with each and every one of us. He just is never pleased with the sin. Okay. And Hebrews 11, six says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. It only becomes impossible to please God without faith, only, okay, only when you are in a relationship with God. Okay. And it's important that you note that because just reading the verse for like just for words, it sounds like you can only please God if you have faith or it's impossible to please God without faith. It does say that, but then it says more, and I'll get to that in a little bit here, but it only becomes impossible to please God without faith only when you are in a relationship with God. I am in a... a, relationship with my husband if I don't have faith in him if I don't believe him if I don't trust him to do the things he has promised to do for me how then will I be pleasing him that's a question for you okay if I don't believe in my husband if I don't trust him to do do the things he has promised to do for me how then will I be pleasing him in this marriage in this relationship he'll love me but like it will be impossible for me to please him with such an attitude and approach towards him, right? And same thing, like if my husband were that way with me, it would be impossible for him to keep pleasing me as well, right? But think about it too. If I wasn't in a relationship with my husband, say we were just friends and I had no idea of him at all. Let's say he was a stranger, right? That connection wouldn't be there for a friendship, for a relationship. It just wouldn't be there, okay? That connection wouldn't be there to believe him or have faith or trust him because it will be unnecessary because there is no relationship. He will just be a stranger in that case, right? But being in a relationship with him, being in a relationship with my husband, well, things change because expectation then comes into play When there is a relationship, if I want to keep growing with my husband and same for any relationship. Likewise, or therefore, we can say without faith, okay? Without faith, without trust, without belief, which is like faith. It is impossible to please God when I choose to be in a relationship with him. Okay, and that's our problem sometimes. We read the Bible, you know, but not not in its entirety and sometimes without the help of the Holy Spirit. Okay, and now looking at Hebrews 11, 6 again, not only does it say it is impossible to please God without faith, it also says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because, and now emphasis on because, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and, and that he rewards those who earnestly or diligently seek him. Okay. So that's the full, um, I guess, wording for Hebrews 11, 6. I mean, in some relationships, some husbands and wives, they make it seem like their spouses don't exist in their marriage. I mean, I've I've heard of situations like that and I've actually seen it or experienced it from, you know, people that we've come across in the past. I mean, they neglect their existence. They neglect their spouse's existence in that marriage. And instead, they live their lives doing whatever and for everyone else. Like, how can such a spouse in such a marriage be pleased with their husband or wife when they do this? I mean... If that were you, would you be pleased? I know I wouldn't be pleased. Like, that would be so frustrating. I mean, it'll be impossible, okay? It is impossible for you to be pleased in such a situation. Hence, Hebrews 11, 6, okay? That's why it'll be impossible for you, for I, to keep pleasing God when we accept, when we choose to get into a relationship with him. OK, and I know it refers to a relationship, OK, because that same verse says anyone who comes to him, comes to him to do what? Obviously not to say hi or to say what's up. Anyone who comes to him for a relationship. OK, you have to establish that connection for there to be a relationship. And then the expectations can go into place for that You know, union to keep growing. So God is already pleased with you, sis. He is already pleased with you, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. He is already pleased with you, but if you're currently in sin, He is not pleased with that sin. Okay? God is pleased with you, plain and simple. It wasn't by your works, your actions that you were saved or will be saved if you aren't saved yet. It was just by the grace of God through faith. Okay, and that's from Ephesians 2 verse 8. God is a gracious God and he is already pleased with you. He's just not pleased with the sin, like I said before, that you may be dealing with right now and you need to repent repent from. If we had to use our own strengths, to get God to be pleased with us or love us enough for a relationship with Him, then there will be no hope for anyone because we'll be in a constant state of exhaustion if we have to prove, you know, with our works that we are worthy of God's love or worthy to be pleased by Him or worthy to please Him, right? So, sis, God is already pleased with you. And he already loves you, not because of what you've done or didn't do. He just loves you and he is already pleased with you. And that's why you also deserve the same experience with the man God has ordained to be your husband. Okay, I feel like I have to say that again. You deserve the same experience with the the man God has ordained to be your husband where you don't struggle to be loved, where you don't have to please him to love you enough to date you and then marry you. Because the man God has for you is just plain and simple. He's going to be pleased with you. You won't have to do anything about it. And I'm speaking from experience because with my husband he just loved me and was already pleased with me and there was no room for me to work myself you know to death to try to get him to do the, to to do any of those things The man God has for you is already pleased with you even though he hasn't met you yet he will be pleased with you when you guys you know come in contact and he will love you for you and you won't have to do Anything about it okay he doesn't he, like he won't have to have a reason to love you okay he just would love you not because you did anything not because you tried not because you did heaven and earth he just would love you because God has ordained for it to be so and vice versa okay so it says enough of a waste eh, no, not enough of a <laughs> so it says enough of wasting your time I always get tongue-tied sometimes. That's why that happens, if you've ever wondered. But enough of wasting your time, sis. Enough of wasting your time on that man because he is not the one for you. Rest in the knowledge and truth of God's love for you and know that he is pleased with you. Repent from any sin that may be holding you back and get into a relationship with God if you haven't yet done so or if you ran out of his presence. God has so many great things in store for you. Like you wouldn't even believe it. You have to start that journey with him for you to start realizing and experiencing those great things he has in store for you, okay? And part of what he has in store for you includes the love story he has, that is God has already written for you. A love story you won't have to struggle for, beg for, work hard to please a man for. No, a love story you just have to wait and receive in God's time. So sis, walk with God and in his time, He will position you for the right man, the man ordained to be your husband, to find you and marry you without any hassle or struggle on your part. And I know without a doubt that it will happen. I have such great faith that it will happen for you. And I believe that it will. You just have to get on board as well and start believing that God has your best interest at heart because He is your father and He will release your love story to you in His time, at the right time, in Jesus' name. Amen. Whew, that was um <laughs> I really went hard there at the end, but I just really feel so passionate to see you live a liberated life, a life where you don't have to beg or struggle because. Everything you want has been given to you freely, but they all have to come from the presence of God, okay? So that's it for today on my part. I'm sure this message has blessed you, and I pray that you allow this message bless you the way God intends for it to do so, okay? Because it will do you so much good, Well, like I said, my time is up for now. Be safe, sis. Any bros listening, be safe as well. Stay prayerful and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in Podcast, And also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.